Grow stories, life lessons, turning points, service to others, truth, no bullshit, adding value, no smoke and mirrors, being the pressure, third down and 10, win or learn, always the underdog with a chip on your shoulder. These are the things that I think about when I talk to this group. From service academy fleet leaders, NFL players, NASCAR drivers, tech gurus, private equity, small business, big business, to the entrepreneurs making the way of the future. Winning at all costs with uncompromised integrity, paying the price of admission. Let's go. <laughs> Ivan Olier, uh, a good, respected friend of mine from the industry. Uh, a man who's traveled and traversed many a path, diverse areas, both geologic, geographically, professionally. Born in the city of Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. I said that right? right. All right, good. Yes. <laughs> uh, has resided in Georgia, Florida, Strong Island, you know, Queens, New York City. Now Rochester, New York. Loves to travel. You know, doesn't just. He travels all the time, not just because of all the places that he's lived, but a very cultured individual. Uh, known to his friends, uh, nicknamed Cabeza. Loco in the Cabeza. No, just, just because uh, he's got a big dome, I guess. Um, but also symbolic of, you know, kind of the role amongst that group that typically been a, a guiding head of that, that group. So that's pretty cool. Uh, currently residing in Rochester, like I mentioned, uh, you're an industrial engineer by trade, background education, specializing in mechanics, uh, and serves today as a senior site leader. Um, roll into some memories, all right? So from a guy named Zeke, Ivers, Ivan's leadership style, empathy, always thinking about the employee's well-being. Uh, we get into your story. I think that one will come out even more, but it's just funny how those styles kind of connect to the story, right? Um, you said delegates well amongst uh, the group, you know, allowing employees to grow um, and keeping employees engaged. Most memorable um, event, I guess, was he remembers a, a team completing a package changeover in a record time. And the next time they went to changeover um, that you were present and recorded the time. Unfortunately, it wasn't the best, but, um, you know, he still sends a screenshot of one of those uh, worst times ever on that machine, too, I guess, back and forth. Sound familiar? Yep, yep. That's right. Nice. Um, another, um, I guess, Florida leader said, uh, what do you remember about the first time we all met? Guy's name is Ed. <laughs> I, I guess I'll start with the first one. No, um, Sick is, is, is unique. Right. Um, he was at your site. So uh, yeah. he worked with you for like, what, like a week or two weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, first of all, um, him and I consider on one thing, right? And we know like it's it's all about growth and, and it's all about um, having that discipline, um, believing in the team, and most importantly, driving the culture. Um, I still remember that. Um, especially we did a, a, a Kaizen changeover because um, on our borderline was making a changeover on a daily basis. Yeah. It was daily. And we were losing between three hours, three and a half hours. And sometimes we were able to achieve the same results in two hours. It, it, it just depended on the day, right? And whether the team 
was consistent and yeah three shift operation as the shifts roll it's just like where's it gonna hit right yeah. it's not like a, a specific so, changeover crew that's right and um yeah one, one day I, I took it upon myself and i said you know what i'm i'm doing the event myself and and we did a, a kaizen changeover event um great results um a little bit of push um from some of those um old timers but at the end they saw the benefits and they were sold and six said i was able to make it in like i don't know he said like nine minutes or something like that and i'm like no way and i said all right next time you're gonna do the chain and it will fall under your ship i want to see it um i think it was like on a tuesday or something and sick is like my team is ready my team is ready all right let's see this it took them like 22 minutes. <laughs> 22 is better than, uh, you know, three hours. Oh, oh my God. And, and, um, it's funny how physical you know, presence <laughs> can help. Yes. Yes, indeed. And, and, um, and I recorded the time and every time that there was something or there was an issue, I would just send him the picture and I was like, do you remember this? So I still have the picture. 22 <laughs> minutes. Uh, it's, it's, it's so funny. Good no, stuff. but a lot of respect. A lot of respect for the guy. He even ran a plan. Um, um, he was in the HVAC business, so he even ran a facility. Um, so he's very familiar with you know driving culture change. Yep, no, it's good um, dude. I remember his visit, that. and he definitely helped out a lot when we were we were in need. Yep. Um, from our brother perspective. I don't know that there's, I, I guess, multiple members. I don't know which one does he remember, but I, I tell you, I think it's, he was it's... thinking about the, uh, he was in Knoxville or lean boot camp. So I, I think about that one. So it's, it's, it's interesting, right? Um, that one time we had an individual and he was having issues with one of our, one of our leaders and that particular individual, um, called me. He he simply called me and we were on this bootcamp and this individual called me directly and he just started screaming and cursing and everything, not necessarily at me. Right? And you know, I I'm right now sitting right next to Ed. We're trying to actually um find a place we were going to like a restaurant or something. And the map was actually guiding Ed. Right? Um like I had the GPS on my phone and whatnot. And, and at some point, like I stopped guiding Ed and like we ended up at some point, like in the middle of nowhere, like on a dead end. <laughs> <laughs> nice. and, and that's interesting. And then um, I, I was saying like, hey, tranquilo, tranquilo, like calm down. Uh, and, and then because um, he was speaking to me in Spanish, um, Ed comes back and says like, what was he saying? <laughs> like what does tranquilo means? Calm down. And I'm like, yep, that's exactly what that means. Like the guy was just interesting enough. The guy hang up on me, right? And and I'm telling the guy, like, okay, we're gonna go over it. We're gonna understand, you know. I I I hear your story. Now we need to understand what exactly happened and whatnot. Yeah, it was just one of those things. And and Ed was just right there with me. But thankfully, you know, everything went went okay. Employee was okay afterwards. And uh, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. It, was, it was quite a story. Quite Good a story. introduction for you, I guess. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next memory is from the, uh, from the boss. 
He says, I recall bringing Ivan into, you know, the corporate area when uh, interviewing, you know, with one or two folks, uh, which they shared some feedback with myself and his bosses or his boss before the, the interview with that boss. I recall, um, you know, that, uh, that higher echelon leader kind of challenging me if Ivan was the guy. Um, I was confident and I needed Ivan to be confident walking into that meeting. I had some very direct conversations with Ivan before he went to that interview. Uh, the boss, you know, pretty much ultimately said, Hey, if this is your guy, I'll support it. Uh, Ivan killed it, made an impact in a site that was already crushing costs. Um, had many a, a late night call talking about water, wastewater. Um, an issue that, you know, the sites kind of always had that, but you know, you inherited, um, so many obstacles and third party visitors and requirements that y'all had to work through. Uh, I could have easily thrown in the towel, uh, on what he signed up for, but he didn't. In fact, he went all in on the solution, how we get from A to B, uh, and made it, made it a focus to build relationships. Uh, with these folks, these third party and requirements and, and all that was required. Uh, how he handled that approach, put his name on the radar for, um, of a large company that Ivan has a potential to handle more. Um, so the boss said he, he got a call and it was like, Hey, it happened. My seamer failed. You told me it would. Uh, now I'm here asking for advice. Smiley face emoji. Um, Ivan and I had a had built trust uh, in a relationship outside of work. He invited me to his wedding, actually. Either way, big fan. You know, someday I'll find a, a path to have him back working for me. Um, first, he has to give up on those New York Giants. <laughs> so that's um, that one. Uh, I'll start by saying, you know, um, it, it it was interesting, right? Um, I think the boss has been a, a big influence for me, not only inside of my professional career, but but outside of it, um, right? And and those leaders you you'll never forget, and and you always wanna um, work for them, you know? Like they're just unique. Like it, it, I consider this as in you know, if you would have said yeah, we need to go to war, I'm like, all right. It's just like that, because I know he will have my back. Yeah, and 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 regarding um, the 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 other story, right? Um, no, I I think you know he 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 gave me a great advice, and and it was all about you know follow your heart, um, make sure your mind is in the right place, and um, it was something like he said something about like don't make decisions either where you're angry or don't make decisions where you're like super emotional, super happy, right? Like make decisions when you're like in the right state of mind. Um, so, you know, him until this day, right? Like we even shot and, and, and let's face it, the Giants might not be the best team, but he knows like overall, you know, Giants are better than the Cowboys. It's just a known fact. Well, <laughs> uh, they're one of my picks this week. So we'll be rooting for the Giants <laughs> this week. All right. <clears throat> last one. So this is a blast from the past. Guy named uh, Alexander Santana. I've known you, you, you've been friends since, well, I guess known each other since three years old. So long history there. He said in childhood, uh, childhood years, um, 
that Ivan thought he was was and is a good basketballer. But he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's always been tech savvy. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm better than him. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> he's got the size, you know, but that's it. <laughs> gotcha. He said he's always I, been. I, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to continue. Little, if you go got ahead. something else, go ahead. No, I was going to say him and I have always been very competitive when it comes to sports. Gotcha. Um, I guess he's more athletic um, than me. I mean, he got that discipline, that dedicate, the dedication and discipline that I have in, in my professional career. Um, I don't have it when it comes to, you know what? Yes, let's show up 5 a.m. to practice and, and make sure like we're there, you know, and Alex has that. But then it's the opposite, I guess. In the professional, he he doesn't have the same applications as me, I guess. <laughs> gotcha. Um, he said that you've always been tech savvy. Uh, you know, video games, new technology. You were the guy, the first guy with DSL back in the day. So DSL was the fast internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Ivan's known for his hunger and competitiveness. He's always been like that. When it comes to challenges, uh, he always raises his hand. So, oh, thank you, thank you. That, yeah, I, I guess um, you know we, it's it's funny, right? Um, so I lived in. I mean, you mentioned some some of the states and and, and some of the countries and whatnot. And and Alec, at some point during high school, I mean, when we were about to start high school, he moved. Um, his whole family. Um, moved to New Jersey, and um, you know he was in Jersey. I was in the DR, and then at some point I moved, and and I moved to New York. Um, I think it was uh, the the eleventh grade. The, yes, it was eleven. And um, and even then, right? Like we were obsessed of you know what? Like hey, what are we gonna do? Um, him and I always have had big big dreams. I want to say. And um, it's, you know, we have a fun competition, but at the same time, it's like we help each other, we push each other, and we try to, you know, um, see the best of each other, see each other's defects, but at the same time, all right, how can we push and how can we complement each other? I guess we've always been like that in life. Um, I mean, yeah, you said it. It was in three years old, right? Like his family um, and just like I'm family for him and, and know all of his. I can say that one in Spanish, familia. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, no, I mean, um, very competitive. The DSL portion, um, I remember, I, and I think that was like 1998, maybe 2000, I guess, um, when they started like the DSL. Because, um, again, I don't know when was the first time you had a computer, but when you have one of those modern computers, um, you needed to like plug in the telephone line on the back of your computer. Yeah, and as soon as somebody else picks up the phone, you lose connection. That's then you you got it, you got yeah. it. Oh my god! Way up, so, yeah, that way out in the sticks, man. So 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 I guess I, I, from that perspective, and, and it's interesting, right? Like, um, I I used to design websites and whatnot, and and I always try to go online and and try to learn something. But back in the day, and probably. I don't know, like there were not that many people, 
um, you know, doing what we knew how to do, you know. Um, I, I, I wanted to say at some point, right, uh, I'll tell you, and this was me being a kid, um, there was a, a, a game called Nito, Nito, and um, it was like dr drag, like race driving, like a drag race driving, and um, somebody hacked into my account. Somebody hacked my account, and probably I was like, I don't know, Tony, I was like 12 years old, maybe, 12, 13 years old. Somebody hacked into my account, and I'm like, wait, what? Like, this is happening? I mean, look at hackers since, since when they were there. And I said, oh, okay. I started learning how to code. And, um, yeah, uh, <coughs> became very good at it. Um, but at some point, I don't know. It, it just, it just, I just stop. I just stop and, 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 um, I thought about it. Um, I had a couple of friends that they even, I mean, one of our good buddies, um, Robin, he, he owns a business right now. Um, he, it's like a best buy pretty much, um, put it in the yard and, uh, multiple times he has said, Hey, I want you to come. I mean, when he was beginning his business, call it like 10, 15 years ago. And, um, he always wanted, do you want to come? Do you want to come? you will be the best at it. Like, listen, I want you to run the entire operations for me. And I'm like, no, nah, nah, I'm, I'm retired. I'm retired for the, for the geek computer business, but no, I became super good at it. I could, you know, build my own computer back in the day, um, yes. get the home modern board. And I'm like, this is what I want here. This is how many, this is the memory. Um, this is what I want to put the cooling. This is what I wanted to do. Um, again, I guess, you know, if we go into the details of why I didn't proceed that career, you're going to see like at some point, I just started saying, you know what, I'm, I'm good at fixing things, but I also, you know, let me get some money for it. And then it just changed, right? I did a 360 and then that's when I decided to become an engineer. So gotcha. more to come, I guess, more in the yeah. story. Well, this is where I turn it over to you and say, tell us the story and start wherever you want to. And Oh, wow. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Intro done. That was good. Wait, 22 was... minutes. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, I, I guess, you know, um, first thing first, you know, part of my history, um, is, is I, I got raised in, in, into a dynamic, very dynamic, um, <coughs> country, right. Um, the Dominican Republic, um, that this is where I grew up and, um, then I, I moved, um, at a young age, um, to New York. Um, I mean, I, I think the biggest population of Dominicans outside of the Dominican Republic are in New York. Uh -huh. um, so, of course, I was another one. And um, there, as a, as a coming from a, a school that it was like a lot of discipline, um, I was in a Catholic school back in the DR, um, coming out to another school that, you know, it was totally different um, and, and folks. And individuals um, had more, I guess, I'm not going to, the word is not opportunity. The word is like more liberty, if you want to say it. Um, it gets kids here, right? Like it's it's just different. It's just different. And, and me coming from, from a school that everything was like. Less structured. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of liberty of doing things in here. You know, um, it shocked me at first, I think. And um 
no um there was one thing that, that at the beginning I, I i was struggling um adapting i guess um but i was with my cousins as well and um yeah i remember like i was almost failing like i was getting like barely 70s in like spanish or like history and stuff like that and the 70s in came, spanish and i'm well it, in the sorry not spanish english <laughs> English, oh, okay. I I yeah. And, um, but it was biology too, right? Like I was just, everything that has, to, that didn't have numbers on it, I was just barely passing. Like I was just fairly, but then okay. everything that was numbers related, right? Like you put it math, you put it physics, chemistry. I was just like 90s to 95. Like every time, like there was something, oh, Ivan, you didn't do this. It was because I didn't get the concept as an example, and um, I, I put the number as a negative when it should have been a positive or something like that, or, or, or it comes to a halt and I should have used zero or something like that. Um, but no, it was it was it was a culture shock, and um, at some point, and I, I guess you know me and my big sister said, you know what, um, we want to go back um, and live with that. We told that to our mother. And um, so we went back. Um, I finished our high school over there. Um, same thing as she did. And then um, I came back, right? Because I just, you know, um, wanted to go finish and then come back. Once I came back, um, started working with, with my cousin. He, he had an office. And then um, one of the things that I started doing was, you know, my thing. And, and it was with computers and it was with... Um, with um, cell phones and whatnot um one thing that i noticed here it was like people didn't fix people didn't care about their computers mostly it's just like yeah you just get rid of it and get a new one so i'm like okay so folks are not willing to pay for computers what is it that they pay for and then i started seeing oh cell phones um at that time psp were popular or the nintendos like they were popular and all of these other stuff and i'm like Okay, uh, I got a couple of toolkits, opened them up, saw it, saw how to put them apart. At the time, I think it was like the iPhone 1, if I'm not mistaken, that was out. That was not like the one, like if you took the screen, like that's it. The whole motherboard was just attached to it. So they make like a revision of the same model um, because a lot of the screen was getting cracked every time that you drop it and there was nothing you can do. So you had to replace like, like the entire phone. And, um, and I guess like, that's how I started. Um, I skipped college pretty much and, uh, started making money. Um, I even got, um, uh, one of the things that was, uh, phone unlocks. And I still doing a lot of that. Um, especially when it comes to the Caribbean and the South American, um, everyone will like buy their cell phones here in the U.S. and take it overseas and whatnot. So I started doing a lot of the phone unlocking. Um, just so you know, like I saw one of the partners that I had back in the day, right? And he was driving a Ferrari. Just so you know, like how did these people like bloom and their businesses took off? And and I was like literally partnered with some of those folks. You can ask Alec mm -hmm. about one of those guys. And then, um, so yeah, I got him 
into partnership with some of these guys and we were like unlocking phones. We were um, buying a lot of PSPs, Nintendos. We would go buy them, boom, fix them, flip them, um, sell them, uh, doing a lot of that. Um, I was super busy and I guess, you know, even on the weekends, I wanted, I wanted to keep making more because my end goal was like, hey, how do I put a, a whole company together? Um, I think at the time that was when Circuit City and Radio Chuck announced that they were going to go bankrupt. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like the perfect timing. Could you imagine me so young? I'm, I was like, I think like 18 years old and now coming up with something where people just can go and they get what they wanted. Um, plus I was in, in New York, right? Like imagine I was in Queens at the time and um, I'm like, this, this is it. This is it. Because there was like a lot of um, diverse um, group of folks from South America, from Central America, um, even Europeans, um, especially where I was, it was like a, a little part in Corona that was like Italian. So it was just, you know, full of people from everywhere. So imagine what, imagine if you get your cousins, that they come from abroad, they come visit you, right? And they wanted to get a cell phone. Guess what? I had the perfect store, big store for them. So, you know, I envision like doing a lot of things um at the time i guess on a weekend um my mom said listen um uh, they're looking for temporary um workers um uh, do you want to go to the factory and i'm like hell yeah want to do that and um you know um went there on a saturday didn't know what to spit um it was my first time actually in the factory and um you know, again, I'm young, hungry, and I want to be working the 24 hours of the day, right? Like I wanted to have my mind always thinking about something, always working, busy, um, making money. And um, going to the factory, um, when I go into the factory, okay, oh, this is what a factory looks like. Oh, okay, fine, you know, never seen it. Hey, this is what you're going to be doing. You're going to be packing this. You press a button. The next one comes, but the bottom next one come. Um, perfect, right? Okay, that's what I'm gonna be doing. Um, I guess within like 10, 15 minutes. Um, so a supervisor coming in, started screaming and yelling at everyone. I'm like, what's wrong? You know, like, you need to get this faster. You need to put this faster. You need to do this. You need to do that. Bam, 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 bam. Um, I guess it was my first time there, and I was not doing that bad. Um, so he didn't come directly at me. Um, okay. Boom, boom, boom. Then they rotated. Like, after the four, first four hours, they rotated um, to, like, another thing that was more heavy. Um, at that point, I even see my mom. When I was standing from my, like my workstation, I, I got to even see my mom. She was doing, and um, you know, I see this guy. He even comes at her, comes at another person, different guy though, screaming and yelling, and, and I'm like, "You gotta be kidding me! Like this is not this is not a way of like treating people." And um, I don't know. That got to me. That got to me really, 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 really hard. Um, you know what? It is what it is. Come back the next day. Uh, it was Saturday and Sunday. Come back the next day, Sunday. 
same deal, you know, first four hours, then the next, uh, the other four hours, you know, and, and this was just like a constant, I don't know, what's the word, like, I don't, people were just simply aggravated or they were just mad and, 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 and everybody just screaming and yelling and using profanity and calling people names. And I'm like, what is this? Like, how can somebody do this, you know, daily? Like I, I, I wouldn't be able to. And, um, I just asked my mom, like, you know, um, she's a nurse. Um, uh, but, but again, right. Like she wanted to support us, um, divorce. Right. So, <laughs> so she had and, um, uh, or she chooses to do it right for us. And I don't know, since then I said, that's it. I'm going to become an engineer. Um, I dropped what I was doing. Um, I dropped the business that I had. I, I even had a, a, an eBay platform as well that I was selling a lot. I just sold everything that I had. Um, and then I told her I'm moving back to the DR, um, and I'm going to become an engineer. And that's what I did. I can do that. I can do what they're doing, but I can do it better. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's it. I I said in my mind, like I need, I I need, I need to know what is what this is, um, and I need to be able to do it, and I need to be able to change it, uh, and that's it. That like, by no means, like right, like I didn't know, um, what industrial engineering was. I didn't know what cloning plants was, right? But I said to myself, I'm gonna become the best one at it. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to become the best at it. Um, come to the DR. Um, and the only reason I didn't stay was because, like I said, what are the best schools? And I said, I'm not going to get accepted into MIT. I'm not going to get accepted into Harvard. Okay. But I said, with my grades, I know I'm, I can get, you know, especially in Spanish, if I need to take any tests or any mathematics, right? Like, I'm going to be able to pass it if it's in Spanish. English, okay, if I will fail it. But in Spanish, eh, I don't think so. Um, go out there, got accepted. So in, in Central America, like, there's like, call it like five big, big schools, right? Between Cuba, Puerto Rico, Jamaica, um, Costa Rica, um, Honduras, and, and whatnot. And like DR has like one of them that is like in the top five, right? Which is um, in tech. And then um, Institute of Technology of Santo Domingo. And... Um, I got accepted. So I said, all right, I got accepted. I mean, let's do this. Let's do this. Um, and I, and I said it, the day that I took my last test here is going to be the day that I go back to the U S and I find a work to be a production supervisor. Um, started working there. I guess we, after the first year, um, I was looking into like, um, internships and whatnot. Like I just wanted to get into the business, get to know it. Um, so I got to work at one of the, one of the places that was for construction, which, you know, in the art, they call construction as one of the toughest, um, markets. And, um, I said, I want to go into the toughest one. I want to learn and I want to know what is it all about. Got into it. Um, from there, um, they hired me as a full-time um, so now I was taking classes at night 
And I was like, during the day, just a manufacturing engineer. I said, I want to go to the floor. Um, I want to learn it all. And um, I was at a point that, you know, I became a production supervisor without the title. I became even a production manager without the title. Right. Um, and, and I knew, I knew everything. I, I, I knew how to batch. I knew. Titles how- don't mean squat. <laughs> I, I I I knew how to batch. I knew how to plan. I knew um you know everything when it gets to the schedule, to the routing, to the transport. Like I learned everything there. Um right, I guess in my last year I just said to them, um, I'm out. Right? Um everybody was like shocked, like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Like I have to go back. Like this is it, it was just a mindset, and I said I need I need to go back where it all started, and um, went back to New York. Um, got uh, got into call it which one is it? I think this is job number five. Um, and and when I when I go to it, um, I'm like, okay, let me start from the ground. Production supervisor. Um, I learned one thing that, and it was like, you got to gain the people, um, at the beginning, it was like, everybody was just with an attitude with me. Everybody was just, Wait, you know, like, so they your, me. your previous job didn't have that challenge. Yes, they did. Uh, they did. But now this is different because it's, it's for me, this is like where it all, all started, right? Like this is where everything started. Gotcha. So, um, so it's like different culture then stepping in. Yeah, correct. Okay. Yep. And, um, when I got into this, right, like everybody just expected me to just be a mean person, right? Like that was just the norm. I'm like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, it's a good place to step into. Everybody, (laughs) people started coming to me and, 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 and folks is like, Okay, um, what do you want to do? Right? Like, no, no, no. You tell me what do you want to do? You know, I started changing the whole mentality of that department. It was to the point, I'll tell you what, Tony, when I announced that I was leaving that place, people started crying. Genuinely, I still remember. They gave me a scarf. Well, they gave me a couple of stuff, but they, one of the things that they gave me was like a scarf, which I still have um, from, from, from the employees. Like, you know, like people literally genuinely um, started crying. They said, That's a good feel. you know, like you actually care, you, yeah. you know, you actually care, you know? And um, for me, it was like, okay, finally I, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm, I'm changing the game. I'm changing the culture, right? From them. Um, I got recruited because I started doing my master's in Stevens Institute of Technology. And um, I got recruited right, right out of Stevens. Um, and then from job six, they told me, hey, you need to go to Georgia. I'm like, Georgia? You know, like, for me, you know, like, there's just one place and it's just New York. That's, that's, that's it. Like, you cannot take me out of New York. That's all I know. <laughs> Like I, the only thing that I know is New York, right? Mm-hmm. And you take me to Georgia. Um, interesting enough, right? Okay, here you go. Um, 
my mother started crying and, and all of this other stuff. Like, really, you're going to leave, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I, I need to do it, right? Like, I, I need to I need to keep seeing the world. I need to um, keep learning. I need to keep changing cultures. And um, Tony, let me tell you, I just put in what fitted in my car. I had a 2002 on Ford Focus, red Ford Focus. And I put in into that Ford Focus, whatever fit in there. And that was it. I just started driving to Georgia. I'm like, okay, I'm going to start driving to Georgia. That's awesome. You, you can't do that I like, from where Georgia. you're at currently in your life. You probably can't do that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, just put it all no, in the car and no, go. No. And maybe retirement or something. And you liquidate everything and buy an RV and go sit on the beach. Anyways, keep going. Yeah. And, but it's, it's interesting, right? You know, <clears throat> I'm in Savannah, Georgia. I mean, I get to Savannah, Georgia, and I'm like, okay, what are the buildings? What are the big buildings? You know, like, where's the block? Where's the where's the park? You know, <laughs> like I'm like, okay, and now I see cows, and I see big farms, and I'm like, uh, what am I? You know? <laughs> yeah. So what you do for fun there when so, you got there? Oh my god. Um, I, I guess I started making some friends uh, when when I got there. Okay. And no, um, no bonfires it, out in the middle of nowhere, anything like that. No. Okay. No. All right. No. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm like, okay, here we here we are, um, Georgia. I didn't even have a place to live. Um, I remember the first day, um, HR manager um said so you found a place to live yet i said no and he was like okay no worries i'll take you around and um he took he took me around and because of him i was able to to actually get a place um but no um since then i guess my career took off right um i was with them in i guess for almost six years um with them and i held multiple positions with them um from supervisor um from logistics manager maintenance manager uh production manager right like i i, I just kept saying yes to everything i'll never say no right like hey from georgia then georgia to jersey wisconsin at some point i was even in california right um, and I never said no. For me, it was just that. It was, a, you know what? You're going to go to a place and, and you're going to make sure like you leave a mark behind, but you also influence others. Not just change your department. I just changed from, you know, one end, but you have to make sure you, you change the perspective of everybody else, right? Um, yeah. I learned how to respect others. I learned a lot about cultures. Um Especially, you know, when you go to the south, then you go to the Midwest, then you go to the West. It's 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 all different, and 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 I learned that, and that has helped me a lot um, to build relationships, to be able to have that extreme ownership, uh, and 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 I try to pass it on to others as well, right? Like, no, it's it's yes, I get it. I might be the head of the department, but you make the magic happen, right? And I wanna believe in you and I want you to trust me when there's issues, but I, at the same time, I have to be able to trust you um, to make the right decisions. And um, um, for me, it's all about that. 
Um, yeah, I mean, like your memories kind of said similar things, right? There was something I picked up. I, I forgot who where where I got it from, but <clears throat> probably a Rogan podcast. But he said, um, "Genius equals significance times the number of people influenced times duration. Genius's impact on society. It's not celebrity. It's not a one-off flash in the pan." Um, that's there for a very short period of time and culture then moves on. It's something that impacts the lives and changes the lives of many people over a long period of time. A hundred percent, a hundred percent aligned with that statement. Right. Um, and, and for me, I just set a goal, right. Uh, um, and my goal was, you know what, I'm going to be the best at this period. Um, I did, I, didn't have a clue what I was doing. I, I didn't have a clue where I was going. Um, if anything, I knew that, you know what, I could do something big and meaningful in New York. Um, but then I saw something that impacted me. And um, I said, you know what, I'm going to change this. And and everywhere I go, it's 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 the same, right? Like, I, I just try to um, make sure I make somebody else's life impactful. Um, I make sure that wherever I go, yes, it's, you know, you and I um, know something and, and, you know, when you have to deliver it, you, you got to make sure that, you know, you deliver on cost, especially when it comes to businesses. Right. But um, it, it's an investment in culture that you have to make. And in, in, in that investment, we have a, we pay back a lot of dividends. Um, I, I read the other day, you know what? Saying thank you doesn't cost anything. Um Asking for help doesn't cost anything. Um, recognizing someone and, you know, by letting them know that they are doing good, you know, doesn't cost anything. You know, there are so many little things. Being on time doesn't cost anything, right? Um, so there's so many things that they don't have a cost. However, think about the return of investments of all of those things, right? Like when you genuinely care about something, then, um, it doesn't matter what it is, you know, just be good at it and um, it's just going to pay for itself. So, you know, that's, that's, that, you know, I have two, well, actually, by now I think I have like five of them, um, but there's like two big motors that I have in my life, right? Um, one of them is have a plan, nail the plan. Um, and I always have insisted that to everyone that it's been around me. Um, and another big one for me is like no surprises. But then the, the, the third one is you can do, you can't do everything, but you can do anything. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's a true statement and, um, it, it all starts with you. You know, if you want to do something, you'll be the change that you want to see. Um, so on that, how do you remain self-aware? You're very proactive, right? So like, how do you remain self-aware? Define when you are asking for self-awareness, um, give me a little bit more. How do you so make sure exactly you stay you true at? to your true north? How do you make sure that you live by those three things, those mottos ver versus drifting off course? That's that's interesting, right? Um, I'll tell you what. Um, I have a board, and, and, and I start professionally. I have a board, and, and I make sure that I have plans and I deliver to those plans. And if I'm not delivering to those plans, I have to make sure that I understand what am I doing that is not getting me there. 
Um, because if I'm not getting there, then that means I'm not holding myself accountable. And accountability, it's it's huge, right? Accountability is huge. I mean, I, I know there's one thing that, that you like to say, and it's ownership, right? And, and you know, part of accountability is you got to be, um, you got to have that ownership. Um, but then when it comes to the non-professional portion things, right? Like my wife um, called me out, I want to say like three months ago, called me out again. Because she's like, listen, you haven't started your diet, right? Like I was gaining pounds, but also, you know, it was affecting my cholesterol and, and so many other things. And when she called me out again and, you know, I had said, yes, I'm going to start. And I was doing exercise here and there, here and there, here and there. And I finally decided, you know, those three months ago, like, I'm going to change my life, period. Like, I'm just going to do it and I'm going to stop with excuses. And um, every time, every day now, I wake up at 5 a.m. And one of the things that I do is, you know what? If I'm not walking, I got to do like one exercise, like one of those HIT things that is just like 10, 15 minutes, but you burn calories. And at the same time, you, you deliver on your exercises for the day, period. Yeah, you and wake I your system up. Right, right now. Yes. And, and sometimes like I'm upset and I'm here and I'm like, I had a bad day yesterday and we were, and I went to, but you know what? The alarm will go on, go off, I'm sorry. And I have to wake up, period. No excuses, right? Like yeah. you have two options. You can either sit on the bus and look at it from the bad side and look at it, all of the bad things, or you could sit on the bus on the other side and look at all the beautiful things, right? And and for me, it's that, and, you know, holding yourself accountable to it. Um, so I guess I try to do it in life and I try to do it, you know, um, professionally as well. Gotcha. I, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, and, 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 you know, I, I don't want to get into details, um, um, for the baby, but before that, one of the things that I was always doing is I want to hold accountable, even in my relationship, I said every Friday, we're going to have a, a date as an example. And every Friday and a date doesn't mean like, you know what, you have to go to a fast restaurant, a date could be you know what, I'm going to be a better person and, you know, I'm going to prep dinner. I'm going to try to cook something. I'm going to, I don't know, let's let's take the time to just watch a movie, even if it is, call it a, a, a movie that I never wanted to see because I feel like, you know, it will be a waste. But it's doing those things because if you don't put the commitment, then again, you, you what's the saying? Um, Deposits versus withdrawals. Whatever yeah yeah, the deposits. yeah exactly yeah that's it that's it you have two options in life and, and, and you decide which one you take the the highway the long way whichever you want to you know and um you're responsible for the outcome of the of your future um so gotcha i guess that's I, that portion i kind of catch yeah. you off in the middle of your story so i guess we got to georgia right and the and the cows and and all that. So what happens there and, and beyond? You know, Georgia. Georgia was unique. Um, unique. Learned a lot. Um, from there, I went to Jersey. Uh, Jersey, I was more familiar with, right? Like, I mean, it's like this, right next to New York. So now I'm. I, I know what to expect. Were you in Newark? And uh, Newark. What's that? Were you in Newark? <laughs> 
Um, Where's Clark? Close by. Clark. Clark. Okay. Clark. Clark. I, yeah. I don't know where Clark Close is. Close to Newark. Close. Okay. Yeah. But, but, but I, I guess <laughs> Newark is like maybe like 20. Okay. From it. Give or take. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, go there. And I guess, again, now I, I, I get to, I start to appreciate my time a little better. Um, and the only reason I say that is because, um, going into New York, back to New York, you know, when I was in, in Georgia, I got to see like, wow, folks actually, you know, enjoy their time here more than what they would do in New York. In New York, I'm used to do this. Quick, 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 fast, 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 fast. Yeah, city that never Georgia. Uh, exactly, exactly. You go to Georgia and now it's like, no, your neighborhood, I'm sorry, your neighbor probably could be even, depending on where you live, could be even, you know, a mile away. It's not like in New York, but it's next door. And if they have loud music, you're going to hear what they're hearing. Yeah. Right. So coming back and I miss, to New Jersey and I miss again, living a mile right? away. So I, can crank, <laughs> so I can crank it up. <laughs> so coming back to it, um, it was just different. Um, but again, you know, I get to see the exact same things. Right. Um, but I guess because these employees, it's a little bit more advanced into it, right? Like I don't get to see the exact same things that I was in in New York. Um, but I started with the same thing. You know what? I'm going to empower the people. I'm going to create a culture here and hold people accountable. You know, let's have that ownership. And um, did the same thing over, over there. Um, they liked me. Um, well, actually liked me so much. I was able to turn it around, I think, like within a year uh, that they said, okay, um, we have another challenge at another facility. We want you there. Uh, and from there, um, you know, went to Wisconsin. You know, we used to make cheese. So when we made the cheese, um, that's it. You're going you're gonna to be having that smell for at least three days. I'm not. I'm not kidding, though. It would stick to your clothes. Three. Eight. It would stick to your clothes. It will stick to your car. It will. You will go home, and your home was like. At some point, what we needed to do was just to make um, downstairs. So Marlene and I, right, we were there, and and I just made my own closet for like work. Even if you wash this clothes, Tony, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. You couldn't even you had wash your own this hurt. Clothes. You had a hurt locker. Go in if you. Go in if you dare. Interesting. Yes. COVID comes. In COVID, then, you know, they shut down everything. As you mentioned before, we were dealing with the wastewater. And now they're doing all of these new regulations and all of these new stuff for all of the new um, permits. And at this factory, we ne we were needing to, you know, get new lift stations, um, new PSOs. So we're like, okay, it is what it is. My quality manager at the time couldn't make one of the meetings, right? Um, and he said, I need you to be present for me. And I'm like, shoot, 
okay, I'm not that savvy with this scope of the things that needed to happen. So I forwarded the meeting to one of our guys named Michael. All right. Um, I joined the meeting. Then, you know, you go into the thing. And as I'm looking for Michael, I see Marlene and I'm like, oh, wow, look, not that many people. And then, and then <laughs> I see Marlene Tolentino. That's, I'm like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Oh, okay. So she's on the other side. And I'm like, oh, so she stills in Florida and she joined this. Interesting enough, Tony, um, I flip a message. You cannot um, like text directly with the, with the folks that are in the meeting, like it's black. Okay. All right. What do I do? Then I said, all right, let me just shoot her an email. Just say, Hey, stop, stop stalking me. And I shoot a, 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 a screenshot of the, of the meeting. Yeah. And, and then she replies, right? Like, you know, after call it, um, three years, four years, like, you know, not knowing about each other. And, and then she replies. And then I'm like, oh, shoot. And uh, yeah, next thing you know, and, you know, we're seeing each other. And um, she was a know, part of the other organization, right? No, she was. So she also, since she's an engineer, but she's right. a civil engineer. So mm-hmm. she is the one that constructs all of these things. So she will be like a person that we will have hired to construct the, Got it. all of the links. Okay. Yeah. So be, yeah, one of those. So that's why they were there, but, you know, and it was just, that, so that's how you got that project on. working. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Now you know the secret. <laughs> nice. Good job. So your passion sports, specifically formula one, uh, yeah. and your love for, for music or inter- integral parts of your life. How did these interests, you know, fuel your drive and creativity. How do you weave those into the personal endeavor? You know, um, it, it's, 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 it's a, it's a good question. Um, first thing first, I think, um, music is just, it's just everything. Right. Um, and, and why I say that, because for me, and, and I talk from, from my perspective, um, uh, music serves as an inspiration. Um, sometimes if, if I feel like, you know, what, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to, how to move forward on something, on a challenge, you know, I just get to music and, 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 and it just calmed me down to the point of, okay, let me, let me start connecting the dots. Recently listened to Huberman Lab podcast and I actually wrote down some notes because I want to figure out how to maximize the potential of music and the brain. Okay. And that guy's, you know, I, I like listening to a lot of stuff as science because it's, uh, it's intriguing to me. Um, but a couple of notes that I pulled was 10 to 30 minutes of listening per day cause causes an effect on the body physiology uh, and it works around the clock. So only 10 to 30 minutes for the rest of the day. Just kind of like when you wake up and you get the juices flowing with the, some sort of exercise. There's a similar effect with music. Um, it re- affects your relationship with breathing. Um, fr- from a motivational standpoint, it affects two different parts of the brain. And forgive me for pronunciation, but uh, basal ganglia, maybe, part of the brain, 
which is the go slash no go um, part of the brain, like fight or flight, also related to movement. Uh, the other part of the brain that it connects with is the cerebellum, which is your like a mini brain inside the brain. Um, and it connects your body to rhythmic timing and processing. Um, makes you want to move and it creates a propensity for action. So like you think of people that, you know, listen to music before game time. You think of while you're working out, you listen to music, whatever. Um, pretty cool science behind it. On productivity, last little piece of it. On productivity, um, the best stuff to listen to with science, data, whatever, is binomial or binormal beats between the two different ears. 40 hertz is, uh, is ideal. Um, some bino binormal beats can impede some people though. So the majority of the data says that 40 Hertz helps, but it, it doesn't do well for others. And then the last one is white noise, brown noise. Ultimately the data shows silence is the best for productivity. Next best is brown noise, white noise, or instrumental only. Uh, but if you're listening to something with words, It'll throw you all off. It's not productive. Unless it's in that, you know, 10 to 30 minutes of the day while you're not trying to be productive. So just some fun facts. That's 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 interesting. That's very interesting. And well, well there's two things. You know, well, multiples, I guess, but two things. And the first one is, you know, and you mentioned it, folks will listen to music, especially when... Um, okay they're doing workouts or or any other type of activities but when i'm doing my workout do you know that when i listen to the songs it's not just to get like pump up i listen to the song also because i said if i'm getting tired i just said it's just one more song come on i can get yeah. it i can get through just this song if i can get to this song that's it like i can i can make it to the next one and i look at it just one more song one more, one more step. step, one more That's inch, one more, more mile, step. whatever that is. Yep. Exactly. And I look at it as it's just one more song, Ivan. You can do it. Anybody can listen to one song. Like, you can do it. Just go through the one more song. So, yep. you know, it's, 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 it's music can do a lot of things. And, 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 um, you know, my wife keeps saying, like, oh, she, she kept saying, yeah, I love music. And I'm like, no, you don't. Me, I wake up with music. If if I could, like, I would be waking up with music every day. Right? Yeah. Like, I would wake up with music. I would shower with music. And uh, on my way to work, sometimes, you know, I go back and forth. I either go to the Audible one day, but then I do music the other day. I do the Audible one day, and I try to do music the other day. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's just, you know... Uh, a way of life, way of working, and um, it, it just unlock it unlocks you yep. to, you know. And sometimes you said it yourself. Sometimes you just need to listen to anything, or maybe even just the sound without words. Just when, especially when you want to think, when you want to think, and you don't want to get distracted, you just, you just want to hear to the same sound, the same sound, yeah. no, over and yep. over the same, sound. and then you start thinking. 
and your ideas start flowing. Gotcha. Next question. Um, so you appreciate learning, gaining knowledge. Um, do you have a recent book that you've written, you know, read or? If I want to share. A book. If I want to share. Yeah. Like, Sorry. have you read, have you read a, a recent book that made, made a good impact on you? Oh, I guess the book that I'm reading now, it's called The Innovator, Innovator's Dilemma. Uh, okay. But I haven't finished the book, though. So so I don't know. I think one of the one of the best book that that I will suggest um, everyone to read. And this is the book that I always give to my leadership, which coincidentally was the book that we had to read. And I don't know if you remember for one of the book camps that we did together. Of, I have it. Um, the power of habits. Yes. And, and you know, you, you could either get that one or you could get atomic habits. Both of them have like the same effect. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, those two one. books I always recommend it to, to my team because it's, you gotta build the habits. You have to build the habits. There's no, there's no shortcuts, you know? I mean, Think, 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 think about, you know, power of admission, right? Like, and, and for me, this is why I have respect all the people that, that you bring on board. I don't think that not a single one of them was able to take a shortcut. You, you know, there's, there's no admission taking a shortcut. You, you, you can't. Price to pay. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You know? Um, it, it's just as simple as that. And, um, it's it, for me, it's one of the most important, important and powerful books. And it's just because of that, it teaches you build the habits. Um, I don't know. There's, there's, there's quite a few books and I have quite a few. Well, um, there's one book if you want to use it for personal growth and, and, and I guess in your career as well. And it might sound, you know, like what? But it's eat more chicken from from more chicken. That's funny. I'm doing that. Yeah, eat more chicken. <laughs> eat more chicken. Uh, I was um, actually at, I was at Kroger today. I was like, oh, I want some of that steak. But I grab chicken instead. So it's it's from True Cathy, but one of my, one of the best books ever. My cousin recommended to me. Um, you know, and I'm just just trying to go to my library, right? Like I have read so many books, um, so I'm trying to go through the library. And, gotcha. Well, hey, Ivan, we're also at a uh, one hour and twenty two minutes, and you were a guy that gave me some feedback that we need. I need to shorten these up to forty five. So maybe we should keep. Oh my god! Through. It goes <laughs> yes, by fast, yes. doesn't it? Yeah. Yes, and look, we're already at an hour and twenty two. You gotta be kidding me! I've only got. I told uh, you, like. <laughs> all right. So for the next few questions, keep it high level. Um, okay. but I've only got maybe four or five left. So, um, let's see mentor who's been, you know, one of your best mentors over the years. I guess I have quite a few of them and I would say Cuevas, um, you know, another big one for me and I'll say Cuevas because he's been side by side with me and he has show me and demonstrated to me that you know what hard work does pay off so 
So for me, you know, you had a bad day, you go to work. You had a good day, you go to work. You whatever you have, you go to work. Period. Period. Go to work. Got you. Go to work. Yeah. All right. Next one. Advice for others. Um, you know, given your background and everything you've gone through, all the moves and experiences. What would you? What kind of advice would you give someone who sits at a crossroads in their life, unsure of which path to take next? Um, do what you love. Do, do whatever you love, um, and and be the best at it, right? Um, whatever you decide to do, be the best at it. Um, I guess there's a saying, and and you know. When, when you try to do too many things, you lose focus. When you try to do one thing and you do it all over and over, you become great at it. I mean, some of the great coaches like Coach K or Great Popovich in different sports, um, you're going to learn something that they have in common. And is they do the same play over and over, but they're just good at it. And the rest of the team, you know, the call it the defense, um, are not able to catch up with them. But they do the same place over and over. So I've learned gotcha. that. Good stuff. All right. Um, what's the biggest struggle that you're working through today? Biggest struggle that I'm working through today. Um, I'm about to become a dad. Um, so I guess, you know, um, I, I've led teams of 700 at some point. In, in my career and, and I will always been able to figure things out. Um, but this one, I don't know, you know, more to come, I guess. Yeah. There's a leadership quote of for the untrained leadership is a school in which tests are given before the lessons. <laughs> I'm going to say for the untrained being a dad is a school in which the tests are given before the lessons. So you'll be good. <laughs> Thank you. Last one. What's your price of admission? You didn't ask me what was my price of admission. I didn't know that was coming. Yeah, it's <laughs> a It's the closer. Um, I guess that, you know, I guess you're going to have to cut some of this. Um, That's fine. What's my price of admission? Um, it's not, you know, throughout the adversities um, in life. Um, I, I've decided to just move forward. Right. And, 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 and by that, I mean, right. Like my life will have been totally different of what it is today. Um, and I'm happy where I am today. Um, and, and it's because I, I feel that I, I'm not going to say what if there's no, what if with me, there's no, what if I did it, I, I just did it. Um, and super happy that with all the decisions that I've made, um, cause they have, you know, I took decisions with the information I had at the time and they made me who I am today. Awesome. Essentially, I want to go out of the world saying that I'm a great husband, a great dad, you know, great, call it mentor, great friend, great brother, great son, right? Those are the qualities that I want to be reminded.
Awesome. Well, cool, man. What's uh, Marlene doing tonight? Um, She's about to pop, right? That's correct, yeah. You choose a Just name that. yet? Um, there's a boy's Eric, which oh, is my middle man. name. Should should name it Tony. <laughs> and then um he's if he's a if he's a girl, um um Elena without right. the H with an E. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool man. We'll tell yeah. uh Marlene, thank you for your time today. And I uh, hope everything goes well. Baby's healthy. So thank you. Thank you. All right, All right man. Thank, well, thank thanks for together. thanks for getting on. It was uh, it was a good time. It's a great combo. It's gonna be a good one. Take care. Thank you, sir. Hey, by the way, if I talk too much in a particular topic, just cut it. Try to see if we, if you can make it in an hour. Because <laughs> yeah, that's my feedback. I didn't know it was. Look at that. I, it I goes fast. I'm telling you, man. No wonder right. people. Say, you're right. You're right. It goes no fast, and no there's doubt. a reason why. But. So I caught it. So at least, you know, I'm following my own. <laughs> Put your money where your mouth is, right? Yes. Yes, sir. Yo, 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 yo. Don't you tell me that it's no money. I won't go. Ain't no way I let you take one from me. I won't go. All the bills, all the feelings I can feel. Let them know. Let them know. Let them know. I won't go. Don't you tell me that it's no
Got you slipping on. 